welcome to Let's Be Real. My name is Erica, and my hope is that with this podcast that I am able to just encourage you in your faith. As we walk with God and as we get to know him more and as we grow in our relationship with him, it can be so exciting and encouraging and rejuvenating. And sometimes it can also be really hard and it can be painful. If we let him, and sometimes even if we don't, God will show us parts of ourselves and parts of our faith that we would just rather not deal with. So we get busy and we get distracted so we can very successfully ignore that very thing that God is putting on our heart that we need to deal with. If we want a deep, real, and authentic faith, For the sake of our hearts, and quite frankly, for the sake of those in the world watching us, our friends, our family, our children, we need to go there. We need to deal with those things. We need to sit with our struggles, with our habits, our hurts, and our idols. And we have to be honest with ourselves. The easiest lie to believe is the one that we tell ourselves. So let's learn to be honest. Let's learn to be honest enough to call out the lies and humble enough to actually do something about them. When we can be honest and humble, we're being real. And when we're real, God can really work in us. So let's dive into scripture and the fun and the struggles of life in a real way. God wants us to have life and to have it to the full, not just the parts that we're willing to give him, but all of it. So join me in this journey. As we honestly and humbly dive into ourselves and into our faith so that we can live real. Confession time today, everyone. Oh, I mean, this podcast is called Let's Be Real. So here I am, going to be pretty real with you. I have been struggling for the last couple weeks to really get into God's word, to really sit down, have my quiet time, and read the Bible, to seek the Lord, and to learn and to grow in him. And it's super frustrating because... You know, I think about it every day. I'm like, oh, I should have a quiet time. Get my stuff. I'll even get my stuff out, put it on the table or put it on my couch and then get distracted with other things. And throughout the day, all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, okay, tonight it's bedtime. Well, that does not work for me. I just fall asleep. And I know that about myself. So it just gets into this horrible cycle of distraction. Can anyone else <laughs> relate? I wish you could raise your hands right now so I could feel a little bit more encouraged But I hope you feel encouraged knowing that, yeah, if you relate, I relate. And it can be super frustrating because I know that my days are better. I know that my head is in a better place when I start out in the presence of Jesus. Not as much when I start out in the presence of social media, Facebook land. I have been getting my quote unquote fill of, you know, people posting devotions and reading that and getting a little something out of it or people posting a verse here and there. But let's be honest, right now, I'm also getting a lot of information and opinions, shall we say. Um, Just a lot of feedback 
that I totally have control over. A lot of information coming in to my head where I feel like, no, this is really important. I, sh- I need to know what's going on, what's going on in people's lives, what's happening in the world. What does everybody think about it? What articles are being posted about Corona lately? Those I'm making time for. And if I'm really honest, the whole safer at home kind of shut down quarantine, whatever you want to call it. I mean, it kind of started a bad habit of spending way too much time on social media because you could only do so much every single day in your house, the same thing. And I know that that is true for others because I've heard people saying, oh, I'm spending way too much time on social media. And now I think we're kind of stuck there, used to so much time on those computers when we're actually allowed to be out and about. And I know I'm still looking there for information. I'm really starting to get sick of it, so I'm doing less and less. But regardless, I make time for that. Hmm. Confession. (laughs) That it's frustrating to see yourself go back to the same struggles that you've had before. Because I can get in really great habits and spend time in the Word day after day and feel filled and filled and just desire and long for it and wouldn't skip it, wouldn't miss it, like this was the best part of my day. And then for whatever reason, something happens and you get out of it and you get stuck in this cycle of, oh, I'll get to it. Oh, I forgot it. Oh, tomorrow. (laughs) That's my famous line. I'll do that tomorrow. I'll start that diet tomorrow or I'll do, you know, everything's about tomorrow. Poor tomorrow. Tomorrow has a lot of pressure on it in my little heart. For some reason, I must think that tomorrow's just the perfect day all the time. Um, But I go back to these cycles, which is frustrating because I know how good they are. I actually got all my stuff together yesterday for a quiet time. I got a prayer journal, a different journal and my Bible. And I opened up this prayer journal and realized this was an old one that I actually never got very far in. And I was looking at it it was from 2010 prayer requests from the fall throughout 2010. It was so cool to see how many of those prayer requests have been answered. Super encouraging to see a lot of things that have changed in there. Less encouraging to see that I do still indeed struggle with the same things now that I did then but far more encouraging to see that God has given me victory over a number of those. I even picked up that same prayer journal and saw that I had written some stuff in 2012, two years later, and again, some cool victory, some great answered prayers, and some of the same stuff I'm still struggling (laughs) with even today. I was like, hmm, I guess some things never change. I guess these are things that I will continually be working on for the rest of my life. So I hope that that's an encouragement to you that if you are in the same boat, you are not alone. We are totally doing this whole thing together. Uh, I think so much of the Old Testament and the Israelites, it's so funny when you read it, that you see them, they're like in this cycle, this circle of sin and like coming back to God and worshiping him and then getting out of the habit and becoming complacent and then turning to other things like other gods and then being punished, and then they come back. Oh, God, we're so sorry. Forgive us. And then worship and praise and start it all over again. And how easy it is to see that in the Old Testament and be like, man, they just never learned. (laughs) And then you open up your own prayer journal from 10 years ago, and you're like, huh, I guess we don't learn either. Hmm. 
and we do the exact same thing. And scripture is just full of commands, of reminders, of promises to seek God. I have been seeking information, wisdom, ideas, conversation in a lot of different places right now. And even sometimes they're good places, um, going to friends for advice, seeking wise counsel. But I always have to remind myself, yeah, but where's the first place I'm supposed to go? Matthew 6.33, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. First. Psalm 105.4, seek the Lord and his strength. Seek his presence continually. All right, that one I'm going to need to work on today. <laughs> I'm like, seek his presence continuously and seek the Lord and his strength. James 4.8, draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Well, it's time for me to step up and start doing some more drawing near. Second Chronicles, if my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. While the Israelites are stuck in these sin cycles, the prophets, God, everyone's like, hey, come back. Come back. Psalm 119.10, with my whole heart I seek you. Let me not wander from your commandments. All throughout scripture, over and over and over, we see so many, you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. My confession is, is that right now I'm seeking through a lot of different avenues that I'm not coming directly to the, to the Lord, to his word, for his wisdom. Do you know the story of the house being built upon the rock versus the sand? Did you guys grow up singing that song? Don't build your house on the sandy land. Do you know this? Don't build it too near the shore. Well, it might look kind of nice, but you'll have to build it twice. Oh, you'll have to build your house once more. You got to build your house upon the rock. Okay. You, you get the idea. I'm not singing for you anymore, and I will probably never sing again on this whole podcast, although I've learned to never say never. But we see in both the book of Matthew and also in Luke the parable of living a life of obedience and on the foundation of God's words and wisdom that he has for you. In Matthew chapter 7, verse 24, it says, Everyone who then hears these words of mine and does them will be like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat on that house, but it did not fall, because it had been founded on the rock. And everyone who hears these words of mine and does not do them will be like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. And the rain fell, and the floods came, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell, and great was the fall of it. God's wisdom, his word, his truth, is the foundation and the rock that we all need, that today I need. The shifting sand of the sandy shore is so many things. So many things that we can quickly look to and get distracted and caught up in. Even though we are seeking information or truth, my confession comes with a challenge. If you find yourself in the same boat as me today, where you're kind of stuck in a rut and you're not really seeking him first and his word, let's start over today. Sometime today when you have time, Pull out your Bible and God's word. Sit, read, meditate, think on, and pray. 
let's commit to being in the presence of the Lord today. And if that means avoiding other things, just not doing other things, like, you know what, I'm going to avoid social media today, the shifting sand of my foundation, like, eh, I need a break from you today. Dishes, you're going to wait till morning. Laundry, <laughs> what's one more day? <laughs> let's just keep letting it pile up. Um, all of those things that are distracting us from coming before the Lord and building upon the foundation. Because he says, if you hear my words and do them, that's where I need my wisdom and my strength to come from, is from his words. And to be able to hear them is to read them. To be able to do them is to know them. So I hope you find encouragement today in this challenge that I put before us. Let's fix this today. Let's come before the Lord. Let's ask for forgiveness for our distraction. Come back to him and start again.